Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you're going to make a baby, mm. you need to fall in love with the right person. And yeah, having of fast muscle twitch is important. Fast muscle twitch, yeah. Vital part of that. <laughs> I'm recording work. this. We are. We're not. Oh, we can re we can we re record it. Oh, we're recording. We are recording. Oh, amazing. Shit, we can't put all. Yeah, we're well, not the first that's bit. That's the intro. This is Jesus Christ. See? He switched <laughs> on now. He is the best. He is the best. Yeah. It was Craig. Now it's Craig's not as good as Adam. Uh, Welcome to the long Bull Street and just about everywhere. Um, we're going to be with you all summer. People are saying, no, please do more. And it was our intention to break, but we thought, why? Why, why, why break? Fucks the algorithm for a start. I mean, yeah, it does. But also, algorithm aside, there's people out there who want to see this. No, no. Madness. Jeez. Um, yeah, we're going to be with you every summer, every week up until uh, the new football season and beyond. Remember to hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And you can also listen uh, by downloading the podcast through iTunes as well if you prefer, if you're on the tube. And you can also get them to follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. But basically, we've got like nearly 600... Follows on Twitter, yeah. but we never push it. And we well, are... we don't, but also, we've got to fucking man it, haven't we? We can't, there's no point saying these people go and follow us on Twitter and mm. then there's just no tweets. I mean, just do it out of solidarity. Oh, right, you think that? <laughs> <laughs> that is fine. All right, out of solidarity, <laughs> even though him in particular never gets around to tweets. I'm doing it, I'm doing it. From this point onwards, I'm, I'm all over that. So if you're interested in me anonymously tweeting through the Long Ball Street podcast, Twitter account. Me, uh, sorry, uh, Twitter account. Me and Adam are, are going to be manning it. I do it as well sometimes. And you do it as well, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're all, we're all going to work together and make sure that that's manned. So <laughs> go over to Twitter, follow it now, because 600 is frankly pathetic. It is. You know, it makes us look like fools. Yeah. Um, in this episode, we're going to be discussing Donnarumma, or Donnarumma, uh, the Cruyff turn, Set Blatter and Whistle Blowing, blowing, blowing mm. uh, Bellerin's move to Spain, Birds and that returns. And uh, we've got to answer all your questions as yeah. well. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Just a noise. Uh, also, remember to give us your suggestions for top fives. We'll bring that back next week. Uh, leave them in the comments below uh, and your questions under hashtag podquestions. Right. Matthew. What? Have you heard of Donnarumma? I, no, I've done a runner, a two in my time, or hey, nice. but I've never heard of, of this guy. Yeah, he's, so he's a big deal, big, big deal. Um, he's, he, he made his debut for Aston Land when he was just 16 years old. Shit. Pretty much didn't lose his place. I think he's played around 80 games for... How for, big was he at 16 years old? He's a big lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's tall. We're saying 6'4"? 6'3", 6'4". 6'4"? 16? It's weird, because he's so big, and... He still looks like a child. I love that. And he's Please. growing a wispy beard. He sounds amazing. Yeah. Interesting well, character. He's amazing in, in some respects. In other, you know, it's causing a bit of a stir. You know, in the under-20s game, under-21s game recently for Italy, Italian play, uh, fans were throwing money at him. Because what's happened is, is he's just turned down or refused to sign a new contract for AC Milan. Right. Um, and it looks like he'll be going to one of the very biggest teams in Europe, Real Madrid, maybe Juve if he stays in Italy. Anyone right. would want him. So he's come through the the youth set there. To a certain extent. He signed for AC Milan when he was 13. Right. From... Yeah, 14 from Napoli. 14 right. from Napoli. Uh, it looked like he had agreed to join Inter Milan, but then signed for AC Milan. So there's scumbag genes in him right. somewhere. Yeah. But the other issue here is his manager... Uh, sorry, his agent is one uh, Mino Raiola, who... Ah, that guy. Who, who brokered the deal for Pogba to go to Man United? Right, okay. to go to United. So he's one of the super agents in the world. Yeah. So this 
so there's a lot of anger going at this keeper. I, I wonder what you think. Is it okay for fans to take out their anger on what is essentially a child? I mean, imagine mm. the decisions you were making. God, it, it, yeah, I mean, crying out loud, yeah, at that age, what do you know? You don't know nothing. Mm. That's why I'm full of admiration for these people that are young and carry themselves like an older person. Because when I was young, I, you know, I'd be like, Adam just blindlessly chasing skirt about town just doing anything I could like a rat up a drain pipe first opportunity first sign of a bit of flesh on it that's not true is it though <laughs> no, is, is that true Ed? no it's not okay so we'll come back to that later yeah, yeah. Um, but I kind of feel that if he's gone from Naples to there at 13 right and AC Milan like most big clubs have got a history where they've repeatedly gone to smaller teams and other teams and taken an asset yeah. and brought it into their team and uh, for money. Yeah. So how can they sit there and be critical of someone doing the same thing when that's how they do it week in, week out? Not week in, week out. No. But that's something that big clubs do. It's like Chelsea. It's like City that sign players and bring players over and, and, and nick players from other teams, even though they're never going to get a game, but they know just by being in their system... Just by being on their books, they can then come and sell them to a team like Huddersfield that get promoted and are desperate and <coughs> throw Wonga at it yeah. in order to solve the problem. Yeah. So it's not it's not this kid's fault. It's the game. Yeah. That's that's what's happening in the game on a at scale, season in, season out, every single country. Big clubs are pilfering off small clubs in order to get assets, develop them a little bit in order to sell it on for money. Mm. It's just on this occasion, what it sounds like is that before signing this contract, which the club would have expected him to do, they've gone, hang on a minute, you can go and get paid somewhere else. Yeah. Because if someone's not paying a fee for you, you're signing on fee, your salary, they're going to be high. And guess what? The agent, what's going to happen to him? He's going to get weighed in in a significant but way. This is the issue: is that he's going to. It's he, in, in his best interest for 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 the guy to leave. Yeah, it and, is. And, and and that again, it's. I mean, this is how, this is how the world works. <coughs> People's people make decisions and do things according to their own agendas. If for many years it seemed like we were sitting in um, in England almost. With this mentality that, oh God, this player loves us, he'll never leave, he feels like I do. And, and I think what we've learned through doing this podcast, through speaking to some of the money guys and people like Jim Irwood, yeah. the, uh, what's he called, the washed up agent Jim yeah. Irwood, yeah. Um, it's actually that, look, these people don't give a fuck, they only care about themselves. And this agent, who does he care about? He cares about, he, he cares about his players by proxy because he cares about himself yeah absolutely and I, I can I think you know as a man who to be honest probably doesn't have long for this world um, he looks insanely unhealthy does does Rayola does he yeah he probably thinks oh, let's make hay while the sun shines yeah um, yeah I, I, I completely agree I, what, what, there's this philosophy that you want to, your players to show loyalty but I wonder how much loyalty the fans show to players that don't perform or get injured yeah you know, you only want loyalty from your best players. Yeah. And in which case, they've, they've, they've paid into your team. They've made them better. Like, Berbatov made Tottenham better. Yeah. We couldn't demand loyalty of a player who did probably never heard of us past, uh, uh, you know, seeing us feature in a yeah. European competition. So Berbatov yeah. comes in, plays for a year. Why should he stay any longer if a move of Man United is on the table? Yeah. There is no loyalty. You don't all... expect it on any yeah. level. No. It's true, man. And it's, it's a shame in a way because... The stories that we're that we're raised on into, about football are ones where the players and the characters that it seemed like they cared, mm-hmm. that they sacrificed for the greater good. These are the people that we look back at and, and remember and, and, and almost cherish. Mm. However, players, are, it's their career. Yeah, it is. It's their career, and I don't think that they care no. as long as. As long as they get paid, ultimately, and and they know that getting higher up the football pyramid results in in more cash. So, and can you blame them for that? I, I can. I, I mean, I don't, I've, I've, it's a lot of money. It's short career. You don't know when you're going to get in, yeah. when you're going to get injured. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, it is a short career. But crying out loud, all you got to do is send out a few tweets and create a lot of social media following, and that's with you for life. You can leverage that into whatever you want. Mm. So, but that's a quite a new way of thinking, though. Yeah. I mean that's what Donnarumma should be yeah. doing. Yeah, it, it, it's true. It's it's true, you know. And I think a lot of it's right. Let's not. We can't label all players 
uh, with this brush. We can, so we can't. Um, yeah. You know, we, we can't do that. So Aaron Moy, for example, has got a decision to make now. We've had a bid accepted for him. He was on loan with us last year. He was a part of us getting promoted. Yeah. And he seems to be a really down-to-earth, unassuming guy. He came through at Bolton's Academy, played at St Mirren, ended up going back to Australia, playing well in Melbourne. City bought him, loaned him straight to us, and he had an amazing season. And now we've had a bid accepted to buy him. But so have a few other teams, like Stoke, and that's in for him. Oh, and yeah. now the decision's with him for him to decide where to play. Now, I'm sure that we're not offering the most cash for the salary point of view. Yeah, I'm hopeful because he as a guy looks to me to be one of those that's not all about himself, it's not all about crime. I think that I get the impression that he's a guy that actually cherishes the environment that he's in, that's actually got a... Can I ask you a question? That, that likes the management and the whole culture of the club. So I'm hopeful, mm. but it's probably... How would you feel if you then joined Stoke? I think you motherfucker. <laughs> I think you bald scumbag. <laughs> I would think F Australia, F Sheila, <coughs> F, Sheila. F Drongos, Any, or whatever. Any other Australian... Russian... Uh, Australian. Fosters. Yeah. Fosters, yeah, definitely. Shrimps. Yeah, can we not swear anymore? Sharks. Can we not swear anymore? Yeah, of course we can share. We you just, just said F. Yeah, what did I say? Well, I got told off last week for... <laughs> what, and then... What, what were you talking about for this week? What have I done? You just said F as opposed to... Now I don't want to say it. Fuck. As opposed to that. Word. F. Well, I think I was just kind of saying, yeah, I don't know. I sometimes say that, though. All right, okay. So, sorry. So I just want to know Don't be so cautious. Well, I am. After last week's bombshell, I... I uh, <laughs> oh my I am a bit cautious. You can be true to yourself. <laughs> All right, good. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, so you'd think I snake. hope he makes a decision based on that. But mm. he could come back and equally get. Hang on, I'm going to get another twenty grand here. And his agent, I'm sure, will be wanting him to go for cash, right? Mm. Um, but look, this is because we're in a world where people are short term. Yeah. And, and I guess football's an industry where because people can get injured and the career's long, it makes them. F- to think super short term yeah. but I always urge people to look at the long term and I don't like these situations in football whereby you get a player and they, they want to leave because actually I want to win things and you just think Christ your team's on the verge mm. it's like Tottenham have been like that for a so while many times. where the team's on the verge of doing it and you just think mate if you stay, stay. and they can just add a couple of things yeah. then you're going to win it here and it's going to feel better yeah. because you're a part of it mm. you've brought them from there from the bottom to the top you haven't just jumped into Real Madrid or you know uh, Barcelona, who win things all the time and gone. All right, I, I'm here for my medals. Yeah, you've actually taken a team that's broken through and done it. That's a better story. Yeah, that's what I'd like to win. I want to win, but I want to win fucking doing it right and building something. That's where I think there's great pride in it. But then there's a lot of people that just jump on and support a winning team just because they win and then they derive some value from that. So I think it comes down to the individual as well. Forty three forty-three years ago. Uh, it was the first ever Cruyff turn. Well, we were having this d- debate in the office upstairs. Mm. Um, it probably wasn't. It probably had happened in football, but it was a, such a scale. I think it was the, it was uh, Holland versus Sweden, and Johan Cruyff did this turn. Everyone knows what a turn is, but it took the defender completely by surprise, took yeah. him out of the game com- uh, completely. Yeah, and then obviously Johan Cruyff went and ran into the box. Yeah, um, so it kind of the world was. It was. It was kind of. A moment that changed football to some degree. The, mm. the, the trickery and tricks and, and individual skill should be applauded rather than there just being like this team. Because in, in, in that tournament, Holland were a brilliant pass yeah. inside um, that had the individual brilliance of, of, of Cruyff. Mm. I, I wonder if there's ever been a moment when you're watching football in your footballing history or anything you've seen ever in football that you've had to stand back and go... Mm. That was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, well, there's, I think there's lots of little things that happen like that. You know, um, I remember like Trevor Sinclair's overhead kick was pretty fucking cool, pretty yeah. cool. I remember being like, wow. Yeah. Because that was him moving away from goal, and yeah, you didn't really see that that often. No. You, Hugo Sanchez used to do the odd overhead kick, but not, it's a bit common now, aren't they? But for a while they weren't. Yeah. Um, Ryan Giggs did that you know the one I don't know what it's name is but where you kind of roll it forward push it back off your front heel and then your trail leg kicks it through forward, yeah I don't like, like that one against Arsenal I think in, was a one I think it was against yeah. Arsenal whereby and he did that trick a few bits that yeah. was one that was a bit special um, JJ Kocha oh, yeah. he used to you know like when he first did the um, oh, 
I stand up and do it with the ball now. But um, you know where you kind of and you do like the, a rainbow uh, flick. Yes, the one. Yeah, the rainbow. But speaking of rainbow flicks, my favourite one was Ottawa of, of Rangers. Uh, Spurs had just loaned him to Rangers. Right. First game. Was playing. This last year or something. Uh, beginning of the last season. Yeah. And uh, he was playing against some second division team I think it was a pre-season friendly I don't know and the, uh, he, he did the exact same thing he rainflow, rainbow flicked it over the geezer's head Yeah. and as is the way in Scotland it's not about employ, uh, you know individual skill amazing it's like that geezer was taking a piss he got booed didn't he he nearly got ripped apart On, like there were people going in knee high challenges they were just like we ain't having that you're taking a piss <laughs> And like, I love the different culture of, yeah, of, of uh, Scotland to uh, yeah. places in South America, yeah. where, you know what I mean? Or, exactly. Um, um, that's so that, hilarious. Uh, yeah, so Booing he was targeted him. his entire time and it kind of broke. Because him. of that? Yeah, because he took the piss, essentially. That's crazy. And, you know, I get that. You know, yeah. I, I don't like... I don't like people who are clearly above. It's like... <laughs> the, the, there was a manager who got sacked for uh, his team. The youth team won 25 nil, And the club... Sacked him because he was running up the score rather. Yeah, than... he said it's not in the sports yeah. sportsmanship of the club. So up you go. There's something in that. Running up the score is a little bit shitty, but then again, you know, it's kind of again, it's like that whole. There's almost a bit of conflict, isn't there, between being a brutal winner which we admire people that think so single-mindedly yeah. that they're able to do that yeah. and actually that's probably the key ingredient that 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 people have that that make them a- able to do that mm. you know it's the kind of ronaldo thing where to me he looks like such a a c <laughs> <laughs> he looks like such a c that uh because he's you know he's such a twat to everyone and yeah. so into himself yet that is probably why he's so great in a way yeah because he's got that ruthless well, determination about his own McGregor, power McGregor and Mayweather the same yeah they're a separate individual they, they, they have the, the traits of a personality that enable them to achieve the things that they have yeah but they are rare individuals yeah they are rare but you know that's because not everyone's a winner but, but I can see how people you know, losers or people would sit there and think they're just taking the piss out. Well, of there was kids crying on the pitch. Yeah, but then, but 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 you know, for that coach, yeah. it's because he's a winner and he's wanting his team to be the best that they can be. And, and actually, it's probably if you think about it in sports, it's better to have the attitude of keep going, keep pushing, keep acting like it's nil nil, mm. because having that incessant desire to achieve, to, to reach your goal, to keep going beyond 10 nil, to go for 15 nil, to go for 20 nil, that'll probably have a profound impact on these people. Yeah. And, and, and it's why that they will, people that have, that are going to graduate from that system are actually going to be winners. But isn't it better to be a good human being rather than a winner? Right, because I'll give you a case Maybe. in point. They were talking to uh, Mike Tyson, who was being interviewed, uh, and he was Love talking... Tyson. Yeah, Mike, he, he, the interviewer said, well, uh, Floyd Mayweather calls himself the best ever TBE that's what he's got on his hats the best ever mm. um, and the greatest and uh, Tyson was I know he's, he's a C Tyson Tyson said to him how can you be the greatest this is, this is a man who can't walk his daughter to school because someone will accost him people will jump all over him uh, Ali could walk wherever he wanted and yeah. all, all people would do was show him nice. show him respect so sometimes yeah. sometimes being the greatest being the best isn't necessarily Forming the best, but actually how people view you and see you. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Mm. But then, you know, should you be base your perception of yourself on what other people see or on what, what how you feel? I think what's, exuding what's the more kindness. important because then what you're kind of saying is that you should dilute yourself just and just try and be just try and be popular. It's a minefield. It is a minefield. But I'm glad that we're here to <laughs> to, to help people. Avoid the pitfalls of of, of success. <laughs> yeah, of success. Uh, but then you look back when you're on your deathbed, and you look back and you think, do you remember all of the money you amassed, or do you remember all of the people you affected? Mm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I, I look. I think that the the key thing is is and, and you know football and sport is is different, isn't it? To 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 outside of that, when you're gunning for a you know a particular trophy or a particular accolade mm. and people don't die as a result or people don't go into ruin as a result you're competing against other sportsmen who are also rich and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Um, so 
but you know, I, th- I think in life, I think that the way that you make your money, you're right. There's, that's got to be something that's honourable for me. Mm. That's got to be something that actually helps people. And I don't know why the two things have to be, you know. Well, often they don't. Yeah, they, they don't have to be exclusive. That they should be the same thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that there's ways that you can make money. Um, of course, there are, but that doesn't mean you should do them or it's fulfilling. You're right. This is um, some of the stuff that you talk about on Map World, isn't it? Yeah. Just got a thousand viewers, a thousand subscribers. That's right, lads. Yeah. Got a thousand subs. <laughs> thousand subs. Thank you. That is a milestone. That is a milestone. Yeah, we're, we're pleased with that. Yeah. Uh, so, how's it going, we, Map World? Yeah, it's good, mate. We've. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying what I've seen. The the video we just put up a video now, actually. Adam linked to it from the end of this because it, it talks about why Ball Street's set up. Uh, why, or, or why it is, you know, or what is Ball Street? It explains mm-hmm. it a little bit. Um, and then I did a I did like a weekly vlog of last week, which is quite a cool week. Um, a mate of mine, uh, Wes, was having an amateur boxing fight. Really? Uh, which he had on Friday night. He'd been training up to, so he'd come in the office and to give us our tickets for it. It's me and Junior were going to it on Friday. Right. So I've, we had that to look forward to all week. But then we was having a few meetings. Uh, captured a bit of us behind the scenes on this podcast, which people here will enjoy. Uh, I was on this other podcast uh, called Leaders in Sport podcast. And then we went up to Redman. We had a meeting up there with a, with a potential new client and uh, hung out with Paul up, up at Redman for a little bit as well. Um, so, yeah, so, got some, so that's going to be like this weekly VOD that we're going to do called, I think we're calling it Building Ball Street, yeah. which is essentially just going to be a weekly blog to st- uh, vlog to start off with, yeah. which is just showing some of the behind the scenes, some of the kind of stuff that, that happens here when the camera's off and Adam's bragging about, about slaying it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and then, yeah, and then we also did a little tour of Ball Street North and did that. So lots of content. Um, and actually, do you know what? There's a, I don't want to jump a question, but we've we've got a... Um, it's all right, jump away. I want to jump into a question because something we get asked quite a lot is people want to get a job here, don't they? Yeah. Um, and we can't just give a job to everyone, can we? Well, Adam didn't really asked for a job he kind of turned up and got one which is not right because a lot of people bend over back like I built the fighting cock yeah you know but people built their respective what's he built he he built nothing apart from apart from a well notched bedpost (laughs) (laughs) Um, of victims um, (laughs) but I got a okay so I got a, a message on Matt World from a guy called Joe Allen Going, hey man, was wondering what's the best way of being in an establishment like Ball Street. As I'm football mad and always been interested in doing YouTube, but never quite knew the best way to do it and never had a team around me, I wasn't sure. I'd like to think I'm a role model for having a great attitude to succeed, just like yourself for leaving a massive corporation to do something you believe in. Great video. So what I'm thinking here, because this is the kind of question we get a lot, right? And there's a guy called Cameron. You know Cameron, don't you? Of course. Because he works upstairs, and I think his he's torso was on the podcast a, f- a few weeks ago. <laughs> so Cameron got in touch, and but instead of just saying, look, how can I get and work here, which a lot of people ask, I love football, I like so-and-so, I want to come work here. What he did, he kind of demonstrated value up front. Mm. Now, that can be done in a number of different ways. So someone could send a video and say, this is how I edit. I'd really like to come and edit videos for Ball Street. You know, or um, I've built this social media account, and what I think is, I think I can make your account better. That's the kind of thing that that is going to attract our interest because we need people that can come in and 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 have got something. Like you brought the fighting cop with you. You'd built a podcast. You'd done all these great things with 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 fans, with the whole um, eighteen eighty two movement and all that stuff. So we could see before you set foot in here that you bring in a lot to the table as well as that charisma and the right soul. So we don't just want people to say, I want to work here. What we want is for people to demonstrate value. Now, Cameron wrote me probably the best LinkedIn message I've ever read. He showed that he understood the business from back to front. He was uh, working in audio production, um, and but said, look, I want to learn stuff. So tell me what to learn. I'll learn how to. I said, learn how to edit, learn how to so-and-so. He started actively addressing these. He came and worked in here for a deadline day. He kept in touch. And when an opportunity came on, he now works and he's got a full-time job and he's getting paid to be here. So I think for anyone out there, it's it's not you don't get in. You don't need permission to do stuff. Do stuff in your personal time. Look at yourself. Um, get a real 
grasp on what you're good at, what you're passionate about, and then look at a business like ours and get in touch and say, look, this is this is what I bring to the table and this is how I can add value to you. Um, you don't need permission from a company to give you a job in order to start building stuff. You can build stuff in your own time. You can you can start to build a blog if you're good at writing. You can build a social media account. You can learn how to edit. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do that demonstrates value and you can show how you can apply that to this business. Be creative make a video, do something that's quite cool, that, that's in line with how we are, so we can very easily map how you're going to fit into this organization, but also that you bring value first, because um, in this world, you need to learn how to make value rather than take it, so fine, you might want to get a job, you might have bills to pay, you might have student debt to pay off, you, you want to take value, but if you, if you demonstrate how you can make value for us, um, then it's going to be far easier for you to then take value down down the line, if that makes any sense. It makes complete sense. And also, don't be alarmed if that sounds overwhelming, because it, it is. It is is that certain, overwhelming? No. It's <laughs> the idea of how, how do I go into a business and make value for them? Mm. Because no, not, none of us are here unless in some way that we make a, a business more profitable. Otherwise... Yeah you're draining yeah. the company of its responsibility. And it's not profitable because we're just mad on paper over here and we're just all about fuck, uh, all about making bank. It's not that. It's just that any business needs to be able to pay the bills, to pay the salaries, pay the infrastructure. You need to be able to survive. Mm. In order to make things happen, you need to be making cash so you can plan your next move. What, so if we just sit here and stay still, it's not going to happen. But what we need to do, we need to add skills so then we can then uh, use these skills and deploy them against our clients' needs in order to help them do stuff better. And that's how we make income that we then use to build more Ball Street channels to yeah. support the fan channels and to help uh, us deliver against our long-term aims about what we want to build as a media organisation that serves football fans. Yeah, so I, I, the way I would approach it, it wouldn't be to say, okay, let's um, how, how, how do I help Ball Street? Find something you're passionate about and then start building media around it or building content around it and then that displays a certain level of um, aptitude and willingness and work ethic and uh, and, and is in line with what Ball Street is as well. So that, that's yeah. how I would approach it rather than yeah. thinking, oh, what do I, you know. Yeah, but if, if you're a young guy and, and you love football and you've grown up in an era where um, you understand social media, um, you're in a great position. You're in a great position. If you understand social media, because there's a lots of people that are older that have maybe got a track record of working in, in creative media, uh, creative services, in, in ad agencies or creative agencies, production companies that understand how to produce but don't necessarily know how to produce for the point of consumption and the place in which people are, uh, are watching, accessing and interacting with content. So even though you don't have all these skills and it feels like you've got a long way to go, if you understand social media and passionate about sport, then you're in a great position. You just need to add, uh, you need to package that up and you need to kind of um, uh, maybe get working with people that understand how to make video, produce video, or people that are passionate about a certain football team. And together you can start to pool your resources in order to start to build something. Or you can package your resources and bring it somewhere here uh, because we need the, we can't get enough people that understand social, are passionate about football, and are able to bring those two things to, you know, to the table. Absolutely. Or can edit. And actually, just to say sorry, is that on Matwell, we're looking actually right now to take on an intern or two of people that are social media producers that maybe got, um, understand again, the point of consumption on Instagram versus Facebook versus YouTube. So you've got an understanding of these platforms. Uh, but secondly, you've got other skills like Photoshop, After Effects, um, various, yeah, Premiere. Maybe you can use a camera as well. So if you've got these skills and you're passionate about those subject matters, this could be a door for you to enter. Uh, and where this is better versus a traditional media door, the kind of doors that I had to knock on when I was probably the age of a lot of this audience, um, where I went into an organization, it was somewhat as fucking uninspiring as the post office, not just like a post office on a corner, but post office counters, the regional office in Leeds that supported 3,000 post offices. And I went in there and was working in this team and it was like, what the hell is this? Mm. But going in there and you were making tea for people. Now here, we don't drink tea. Uh, we go to Pret and we get coffee, but we work out. But you, the point is, is you you will get all kinds of um, exposure. People like me, the CEO, and the founder. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. ...of a business to people like Flav, to people like Robbie Lyle at Arsenal Fan TV. Um, you'll get to work where with clients. You get to work on lots and lots of live projects whereby you're learning skills and you're getting experiences that you can then take with you and turn into other jobs or your own business or whatever. So this is a great place to be where you're actually getting practical experience and, uh, and combining your passions uh, with, um, with practical experience at a business, uh, sorry, uh, in an industry that's going to be relevant for the next 10 years without a shadow of a doubt, and definitely a lot more. Than that. How do they get in contact? Um, What's the best way to do you don't want to give your email address out. I don't mind doing that, but 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 probably um, if you get in touch via uh, Matt World on Facebook or YouTube or uh, or Twitter, subscribe first. Subscribe first, and definitely. Can't. By the way, if you watch this, please get on my Facebook. Cause I've not had a chance to do anything with it. It's about a hundred likes, yeah. whereas uh, Twitter and YouTube are getting uh, are both about a thousand. So yeah, so if you could follow my Facebook that and drop me a little note saying hello, that would be lovely. Yeah. Preference will be given to people who are interested in green tea. Because <laughs> uh, currently the green tea hype gang is, is two members, me and Adam. Right? Adam. You two. Yeah. Green tea healthy. gang. Yeah. Getting healthy. Although Adam did nearly, we nearly had a split in the click when um, he brought in. Split in the click? Oh, split the in the click, right, okay. Uh, when, uh, when he. I thought he, it was a tea bag. No, nah, he brought in. Um, what was it? Apple and pear flavour Ap- green tea. Jasmine is as far as I'll go, alright? I like white tea. There's a, a white tea with uh, white tea. coconut and, and chocolate, it's beautiful too. Good antioxidants in that as well. No. No? No. Add no. So, birds and that. What happened last week, Ad? Because I sent you a, a WhatsApp in our little WhatsApp group for the pod and you, you, you just blanked it. Went on a Tinder date, Monday night. Yeah. When I'd say, is it a success? Success. <laughs> it was a success. Um, Congratulations. Have you have you spoke to her since? Yeah. I've seen her since. Oh shit, son! What? You spoke to her since? Yeah. Have you spoke to her face to face since? Or? Yeah, I've seen her since. Shut up. Yeah. Mate, this is. I know. Just to be saying, like when when uh, Matt called Adam the Tinder Slayer, just in case she's watching, that's not true. He's not a Tinder Slayer. He's never. This is the first time he's ever been on a date. And what did you want me to read at? What? And he doesn't have three women regularly visiting the office, turning up yeah. and... Doesn't have his own room no. in the office. No. Called it, he, he calls it the boudoir. <laughs> and no one's allowed to go in it. Just got a leopard skin blanket that he yeah. gets out and throws over and, the and, and a little uh, a little blow heater. Blow <laughs> heater. <laughs> he gets um, in there, yeah. We have got some That's questions good. of birds and that. So, uh, yeah, okay. well done. I hope it all works out for you. Yeah. That's good. Although... I mean, is she's a lucky what, girl? What, yeah, she. Is. Of course, she is. Because we joke, but Adam is a gentleman. Yeah, he is a gent. Um, we got uh, a question from Orgasmic Origi, and he says, uh, "Lads and lasses, holidays." <laughs> Matt, um, what's your opinion on lads' holidays, 
and are you okay with your missus going on a lass's holiday? <laughs> Would you feel comfortable, That's right? Hilarious. Not not the young lady from Tinder, but if you was in a, a long relationship, had with with one of her going out on a lass's <laughs> holiday to say like Magaluf. Depends what your relationship's like. What well, if it's like a loving relationship? It should be fine. It should be, of course, in yeah. theory, yeah. I guess maybe yeah, you might always have that nagging feeling. That what? She's going to go out there and get pumped. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is that another? Pumped. I'm not allowed to say pumped. Now. No, we use the word pumped. <laughs> um, it's a great question. I, I, well, am I, I'm not comfortable with Tiger and Holly now because there's no way I can look after that baby without her. Yeah, but that's so, a different reason. To and plus, Ty and you, you, you know, you're. A, you're an adult couple, aren't you? Yeah. So you're not going to worry about. No, I think. Look, a lot. Of what 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 I think from my life's experience, yeah. right? When it comes to women, and and it comes to insecurities within relationship, a lot of times, um, when people are really jealous about the other person, it's usually because themselves they're carrying around either they've got low self-esteem about themselves, um, or mm. more importantly. They're actually looking for validation from... So if a boy is jealous of a girl, it's usually because that boy is probably trying to hit on stuff and lining stuff up a lot of the time himself. And therefore, he projects that onto the other person. Yeah. That's not something that I'm saying is... Um, always true. Yeah. It's always true. But, okay, so when I was at uni, I had a long... I was in a long-term relationship. Well, I just started before university. Same as me. And at university, I had, it was a double life. Really? Yeah. Well, hopefully the woman doesn't see the, the girl <laughs> doesn't see this but this is a truth it was like a double life right I was young and I was I was like Adam do you know what I mean I was like a rat up a drain pipe uh, and, and it was good right and then I'd go home and I'd watch the football and I'd play and I'd, I was kind of like not really you know and then I was, I'd be this fake person mm-hmm. so I was having this double life and I found myself then getting quite jealous of her and um, to the stage where I was probably being a dick do you know mm-hmm. like I'd never be violent or anything like that but I was certainly um, when she was out I would be jealous because I knew what I was doing what yeah I was yeah of course you project and, and I was with her for three or four years through university and that because it was kind of living between the two places and then I was kind of got to the point where it had eaten me up so much inside mm. that I then thought I'm never doing that again yeah and so I learned from that because in life it's fine to get things wrong you, you 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 win or you learn, you know, and, and mistakes are fine because as long as you learn from them. Relationships are really complicated things as well, especially when you're young. Yeah. Like I found that when I was in a long-term relationship from about 18 up until I was about 31. And right, wow. Yeah, and we went through all kinds of different things. But when I was at uni, I didn't cheat right. at all. I didn't, despite it obviously Better being a uni. Than me. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just... I don't know actually how, yeah. how sexually attractive I was then. To be <laughs> then, uh, because now he and is now really a sexy. Dish. <laughs> now a dish. Um, wait, what camera? Which camera are we on? The dish cam. Middle. No, put me on that one. Put, put him on the dish cam. I'm a dish. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know, but I, I, I gotta say, like I, I'm with my missus now. We've been together nearly three years, mm. and. I don't wouldn't like her to go on a really lass's holiday. I know what men are like. Right. I know okay. what I've been like. Yeah. And I would happily let her go. It would be fine. Obviously, I would. No one should let anybody do anything. It should right, always be. Okay. It should That's always interesting. It should always be free will. But um, what I'm saying is, I would have a little. I think I'd have a little pang in my in my chest. Why? Because just. You don't trust her, or you don't trust? No, I absolutely do. Her. I absolutely do. I just don't know why. I just think it's something in, in, uh, inside that. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it, where it comes from. Yeah. But, interesting. Um, that said, when you're young, lads and lasses' holidays are the bollocks. Go on <laughs> as many as possible. They're, yeah. They're great fun. God, they are. Man. They are. I mean, I just remember getting. We went to uh, a beefer, um, I beefer, whatever you call it, and this is years ago. So it must be like seventeen, eighteen. And actually, a couple of things that were about that. So we got thrown out of our hotel because your mates are idiots, aren't you? You've, if yeah. you're from somewhere like that, where I'm from, your mates are fucking idiots. Yeah. So we had, we'd been there like one night or two nights, and one of my mates decided to throw all the chairs off the balcony. Great idea. Yeah. We also had a some kind of um, flood in our room, so we put all the bed sheets on the floor. And I think because they've been using some bleach on the floor, the bed sheets that were like green, all basically <laughs> all. So we got kicked out of this hotel. They won't give us our passports back. 
and we ended up getting slung in this other kind of hotel. So there was that kind of stuff that, that happens on Lad Holidays. <laughs> right. But, but then we met, uh, which was dead weird, we met Robbie Williams from Take, who was in Take That <laughs> at the time. And we, um, and he was, he was, he was dead sound because he was young and probably a similar age. We, we like, we became mates with him. And then we, so we hung out with it, with, I, with Robbie I'm for a few days. And um, he was, am I sitting on this podcast? Go on. He was, there was this girl I'd seen on the flight who looked like this other girl that I like called Lucy. And she had a limp. So we call her, we call her Limping Lucy. Right, of course. If that rings any bells. And then Robbie was, so we were out and um, down, down at the Del Mar, uh, Cafe Del Mar. And we'd seen Limping Lucy. We, it was on our plane over and my mate's like, right, race. He's like, fucking Limping Lucy, Limping Lucy. And I was like, oh, mate. And Robbie was like, what? I was like, oh, yeah, like this girl. So he's like, he grabbed some beers and he's like, let's go talk to her. So we were going over to blatantly pull Limpin' Lucy. Your Robbie, Robbie Williams, Robbie Williams was my wingman. No, he was my wingman. Oh, how does that work? I know. Because he's he, like... Yeah, but this is right. true. This is all very true. The worst wingman ever. Well, yeah, but he was he was, he was was gutted for me and he was sound. Oh, so yeah. I, I felt it was going to go my way anyway. <laughs> probably wasn't interested in Limpin' Lucy. She's, you know, he probably was interested in guys, I think, was the rumour at the time. Wow. Um, but... On the way over there, Limpin' Lucy, this kind of went like that. Almost, you know, on the adverts or the movies where you someone like that and you go like that and then they, it's someone behind and they run straight past you. That pretty much happened where she goes like that and kind of, oh, we're so almost like, and then she just runs past and jumps into this stocky guy's arms with tattoos oh, and a tan. Bastard. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so that was it. Um, he asked for holidays and I don't know if that, that sums it up, but he specifically wants Flav's holidays from Turkey. No, I, I don't, I mean, I, I just, so I got hold of a, I was quite, I was 16, so mm. I hadn't had a great deal of experience with, with women then, uh, and, um, <laughs> he loves a then, quick, because yeah, <laughs> I'm a dish, <laughs> I've, I've dished up some wallops in my time, um, no, no, it was, I was like, <laughs> I just, I just remember getting hold uh, of the, uh, getting hold of this, good, like going up behind her, doing a little dancing and thinking, this is alright, dancing behind like that, she was, you know, she was doing what some uh, women with big booties do sometimes. What's that? They grind up against you like that, and I was like, yeah. this is alright, this is fine, and I was 16, quite excited by that time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the venue? <laughs> and then I this just, is a nightclub or like a, yeah, on the like, beach. A, like a bar, beach bar. Type okay, thing. beach bar. Um, and yeah, just I just put my arm around her and then give her a little kiss on the cheek. She's like, "Yeah, I'm loving this. This is quality." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. it's quality." And uh, so turns around, get hold of her, right. and um, <laughs> see we we separate. And um, she looks at me. And you should see the just recoil. Oh no! I had an, a Marseille, a replica Marseille top, <laughs> which football shirts and pulling both don't match. But I was sixteen, and just previously I'd eaten a chocolate waffle, <laughs> and uh, that, that that chocolate waffle had all gone down. Chocolate waffle. So the front of your Marseille. Unbeknown top. to her, I sort of got. Oh, she, I kind of tricked her into getting hold of me, knowing full well that. With a replica Marseille shirt and and chocolate waffle all over this, it wasn't great. Wow. Um, and there was there was something else, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, lads holidays. You are basically you go on lads holidays. You get up to as much fun as possible, and then you get home and you forgive yourself. Yeah, that's the key. Just forgive yourself. Mm. Mm. Right, it's extended versions of. Uh, uh, I know we've got one one more question. Total okay. toffees. He says, "How do you balance?" Oh, just your... pod questions as well first. So basically, put hashtag pod questions and leave us your questions because we like answering them. So yeah. always do that. Yeah. Um, toffee. To- uh, total toffees. Is how do you balance a relationship with your love of the beautiful game and the love of your life? He says, for him, she's he loves football and she's always going to come second to that. Ooh. Had, Tough had, one. Had, had... I, I think that because your Twitter name is Love the Shirt or Fighting Coxes. Yeah. I think maybe your best place to answer this because because. But have you never had any instances in your life where your missus has been like, "You're not allowed to go to Huddersfield again"? No, I've never. Had, She's good as gold, though. You're, well, no, so I haven't not been tied that long, really. Yeah. I've been, it was other women that I'd been with when I used to really go watch the football a lot. Um, so I've, I, I've never been forced to make that decision, but I have had women say to me that I don't feel that I am equal to that. Hmm. Um, 
and probably and, they weren't <laughs> because no, no. that you know when you and again it's something you go through like really when you're when you're younger you yourself is really the most important thing and mm. you the perspective that you gain with with years it, it makes it kind of different I think and mm. certainly for me since I've had a child um that's really when you start to realise everything's different and it's not you, you're not even anywhere, you don't even come first. Or, you know, So your football team's definitely not up there. Yeah. Really, there's nothing more. And, and now I look at V and I just feel like a real urgency around fucking preparing for 50 years' time and 100 years' time because kids nowadays have got a big chance of living to their 150. So... I'm seriously. This is true, right? There's a, without going breaking it all down. I'm only 31 the, years older. Yeah. So what? So so you, you. I reckon you'll probably live to 100. But but kids that are getting born now have probably got a big chance of living to 150 years old, which means they're going to have the equivalent of what would have been four, three to four lifetimes, three to four careers, and God knows how this world's going to yeah. change. I'm terrified of what this world's going to be like. So I need to start planning for that now. So as I look at V, I'm like I'm planning for her future for her child's future I want to create a a system whereby they're independent and not victims of this Matt can you plan for my future yes I'm not as good at that that stuff as you no well Well, you'll plan for my future as well because it's only one more person (laughs) it's only one more person but but that's how it changes when you've got a kid so at that age it's fine you know, because this girl's probably, I don't know if you're, you know, if, if she's worth it. Mm. A lot of people spend a lot of time with people that are not worth it. These are people that are dramatic, that are self-obsessed. They want to try and create drama and drag you into that. So, to- total toffees. Mate, I don't know if she, if, if she deserves the balance. Well, you guys, just one little tweet, you don't know. <laughs> well, I, that's what I'm saying. Does she deserve it? Because if, Don't if, ask her that question. If she did deserve it, maybe he'd be giving her more time and attention and he wouldn't care about maybe said right. cars. Well, I, I gave I'm my... Con- I don't know ex- anymore. I, I think you're right. I, I think you're, I definitely want you to f- plan for my future. And also, um, I, I, my ex-girlfriend, I, I obviously deeply into that relationship and... I might have told this before, but Spurs were playing Arsenal. Mm. Um, a biggie. A biggie, yeah. We were 4-2 down with about eight minutes to go. Um, I was watching... A mountain that needed overcoming. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a... Surely Everest. almost an unassailable well, we, we, obstacle. We, we'd, we'd made good headway up the, up the mountain, and um, but it looked like it was going to be too much on that day. And then... Um, and then Darren Brent, no, no, uh, G- Jermaine Genus scored a, a beautiful cutting left shot, right. left, left foot shot into the corner. And by that point, I'd given up on the game. Right. Which should have, I was so the four three tees, but you still think it's not happening. Yeah, but but when I saw it, I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to my computer. I'm going to put my headphones back on because my missus is in the room at the same time. She was okay. watching telly, right? right? So I'm sitting there and I was like, come on. And then literally in ninety second minute, Modric hit this shot from outside the box, hit the no. post, come back on Lennon. Lennon scores. For all, obviously, I lose my shit. Delirium. Like, in the most extreme. Yeah. And I'm screaming, I'm kicking things over. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> yes! Yes! And then, yes! <laughs> right, I was going crazy. And then I stopped down. I was like, oh. you know when you, you, you celebrate it so much and you go lightheaded? Yeah, yeah. And you just have to stop for a second, right? And I looked up and I looked at my missus and she <laughs> said to me, I, I hate wish, you. <laughs> I wish you loved me the way you love Tottenham. And I was like, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Switches on Can it. you not just... Did you not just see that? Why are you ruining that moment for me? Why are you doing that? Okay. And then... Uh, that was the end of our relationship. No, it wasn't. It was, we, we carried on for about six years, but we knew it was broken. If you were out there watching Amelia. Yeah, and you know. It was broken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think when someone shows the kind of... Football can make me feel like nothing else. Yeah. But then the woman in my life can also do that. But it's a different yeah, feeling. It's, a different it's feeling. like, you know, it's ecstasy. Yeah. Your missus... If your missus makes you feel ecstasy apart from in certain yeah. sort of opportune moments. Yeah. Apart from that, if you... Basically, it's fine to love your missus more than you love football, yeah. but she has to understand that football can make you feel like nothing else on the on earth. Yeah, that that, that feeling of ecstasy. Yeah, shared ecstasy. Yeah, it's hard. I think a key one is like for young people. That, that's right, and that's all perfectly put. I, I, I love that, Flav. But I think so. I know a uh, mate of mine's little brother was living with this girl, right? 
but about the same age. I always think girls are a little bit more mature than boys tend to be, but you know, um, yeah, definitely. And and get older guys good for younger girls a bit, so they yeah. kind of aspire a little bit like that. But basically, they they'd moved in together, and my mate would go around the house sometimes, and, he, and we'd catch up, and he'd be like, "Fuck, I've seen him. He's like he's sitting there just playing FIFA all the time. He's just watching the football. He's he's acting like he's living with his mates." And you can just see this girl slowly getting, and she's now left him yeah. because the fact of the matter is, is if you take people for granted, they're not going to stay around for that long unless. And it's not much fun. No, it's not much fun. So you've got to try and balance it yourself with your passions, but make sure that you kind of make time for the special people in your life, mm. because otherwise, if you're not giving your lady attention, then the there'll be people like Adam stalking her down <laughs> stalking her down and just yeah. showing her how good he's often, squatting I often think that <laughs> I, I often think that um, I often think that if people want to spend more time on their computer playing FIFA than they do with the other person yeah but there's a balance in there yeah and generally that's a sign to say that maybe yeah that the relationship isn't right yeah but there's a, then there's a lot of people that are actually in denial about what's going on in their lives and actually prefer to sit there and talk about whether it's Trump, Brexit, the election, a football team, it's so-and-so, and actually it's a bit of a... Um, it's yeah. because they're not willing to face up to a lot of the stuff that's actually happening in their lives. And a lot of people spend so much time waste. I mean, this is so this is why I never got anybody else pregnant is because I kind of knew at the back of my mind that the people that I was with I didn't want to be with them forever mm. I didn't and I think that if you have a child you are with them forever course, I, yeah, I want to create an environment for V that whereby she's got all that and nothing but love so there's nothing that makes her doubt herself or a place in the world you know so I think that sometimes um, you kind of know that you're in the wrong thing but you don't admit it to yourself Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not a good long term strategy because this is not a rehearsal. This is the show. And it could go on for me until I'm 100. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm buoyed by that. Good. I, I'd, I'd quite like to live time. I'm not one of these people that just thinks <coughs> 60 years is enough. <laughs> Do a lot of people think that? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, that was quite, that was quite deep there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we did. We did. How long have we been going for, Red? 53. 53. All right, let's wind it up then. All right. Well, let's race through the gears. Well, we've, we've, got, got, we've got too much. We've got too much to talk about. So okay. um, let's. Uh, uh, this is interesting. So you, the, there's. I uh, can't remember where the question is. Fuck it, doesn't matter. Um, so there's, there, there's new rule changes being proposed. Lot, lots of footballers. Uh, so removing the reducing the um, the amount of minutes of a game to sixty. You cared since right. on this. Yeah, so it's not 45. I've not read anything. I'd seen someone yeah. mention so it. 40, so 45 minutes, two halves is what we've got now. What we'd have yeah. is 30 minutes, two halves, and a uh, half-time break as normal. But the difference is is that every time the ball goes out of play, you would stop the clock. Now, you can't do that for 45 minutes, because if you did, the yeah. players would be playing for two hours, two and a half hours. But for 30 minutes, where the ball goes out of play, you actually get more football than you do 30 currently. 30 minutes of gameplay. Yeah, and it stops every time it goes out. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so the idea is, uh, or is there any issue for you around, um, so people are worried that it'll be over-commercialised the game, that there'll be, it'll be used, uh, the breaks in play will be used to, to sneak adverts in. Yeah, and, and stuff like that, kind of intrusive adverts. Or are they intrusive? Do you have any issue with, like, despite time sponsored by Acrist or betting odds coming I up? Don't, I don't have um, a issue with the time sponsored by Acurist because that's an integrated sponsorship yeah. opportunity. That's taking something about the game, an element of it, which is the time, which people are interested in because it's, you know, there's how long left and... Therefore, they've got two minutes to turn this game around or whatever. So the time's relevant. Yeah. So that's not intrusive. That's additive. That's kind of that's a decent sponsorship integration. It's where it's intrusive is where you're watching something and they're going, whoa, 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 stop there, Flav. I know you want to watch this video, but I'm going to force you to watch this advert on something that you're not interested in. Yeah. That's 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 where I have an issue. I have an issue with intrusive adverts. Yeah. So I have an issue with an advert where you you get fucking. It's like you open a paper, it gives you a little bit of an article, and then you've got to flip through four pages of ads 
to get to the eye yeah. in a magazine. So yeah. it's like, why do you make it so hard? I, f- I can never find, you know when you ever get a magazine, which is very rare now, mm. but you know what, it's got something on the front page and it says, right, and you think, I want to read that. Yeah. You can never fucking find it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can find a fucking perfume ad on the front page that asks you to fucking try Calvin Klein. It's like or when you're in the supermarket and they move your they move the shit around every mm-hmm. like six months. They move everything around, yeah. so you have to spend time lost, yeah. so that you might bump into another product that you buy. Yeah, but they cram you with the tools that batter you with stuff that's, that you don't want to. Yeah. to it's like have these multi pack. You in the end, you get to Chewing the queue. Gum. You just fucking oh, I've got all these cream eggs in your hand. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because you felt a bit hungry and you went for one, and then you thought, hang on a minute, one for fifty p or or four for a pound. Now yeah. I'm, now I'm in a value state of mind. So I'll take the four for a pound. Yeah. Then you fat. Next thing you know, ties left me. Uh, yeah, you're not apart. reaching hundred. I'm not reaching hundred. I'm living in a fat with you, getting you to fucking take my points for I'm another done. driving ban. <laughs> 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 that escalated. That class. sounds alright. Yeah, it does. But it couldn't it? be the, the end. Of, I mean, you might be a bit unhappy for a while. Yeah, I'd get over. Play FIFA all day and watch football. <laughs> Do some damage at the weekend. Yeah, eh? You would get out with Adam. What about I've got get Adam. Get any get any slipstream. I've got. Well, <laughs> we could pick up. Leave off dre- his we, we pick up some high quality dregs off of, uh, off Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Imagine the standard yeah. that he throws away. I know. I mean, I'd happily live off those. Yeah, he must be just. He must be throwing. He must be like folding fucking pocket queens. Yeah, that's how it is for him. Yeah. Whereas we we play like ace fucking seven offsuit all in every time. Uh, all He'd in. be folding pocket queens, yeah. folding jacks. Ain't interested. He just deals in aces and kings. That's all I deal in. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Adam likes it or hates it? Hates it. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. I think he likes it a little bit. It's funny, but he just. Funny but uncomfortable. Uh, un- <laughs> Funny but uncomfortable. That'll do. That's that's our zone. All right, that's, that's a good, was, good, a good way to sum I'm up. I'm not sure we had a serious question, but fuck it. Oh yeah, look, I mean, now. I don't know what to say. I, I I don't like change in football. I don't know why. I know sometimes for the oh, better, that, but I don't like change. That was interesting. Do you know what? I'm fucking into it. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't be, and when I first saw someone mention it on the down at the Mac Huddersfield Town Forum, yeah. and I was like. Yeah, I like my 45 minute house, but now you've just explained it in terms of gameplay. Yeah. I like it eliminating time wasting. Yes. Because one of my least favourite parts of football is that time wasting thing. And we're quite a naive team. We are. People like Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds, I said it, I said it here, I'm going to say it again. People like Leeds and Sheffield Wednesday, scum. Yeah. Scum at cheating. Uh, doing these little tricks to kind of get the ball out, to kind of surround the referee, nip you. So all of a sudden, they love that stuff. We're a naive team. Mm. We don't get enough free kicks. We don't do all that stuff. So anything that's actually creating a fairer game, I'm in. I'm into. So if that's the way to do it, then cool. But is 30 minutes the right number? That like is that what it yeah. should be? I, I mean, I think most people are just worried about they they wouldn't have enough uh, enough football to watch. But um, apparently not. Apparently this gives you much more, much more football indeed. Remember to give us your top fives mm. next week, and we'll we'll discuss yeah. them. Um, and uh, subscribe to Long Ball Street. Check out the fan league stuff on the Ball Street's main channel. Go and subscribe to Matt World as well. Mm. All the links for all of this stuff yeah. are in the description below. Yeah, and make sure you get involved in this. Um, uh, what I do like, because we can make our own football, can't we? And that's a good thing about this fan league thing. Yeah. And I saw um, some of the comments on one of the videos, and someone had written out an amazing structure eight teams and you're talking about crossbar challenge yeah. instead of penalty shootout which I think we'll definitely do well we've, we've put, it, put it out to tender that idea right okay right, so great idea everybody can get involved in how this tournament is coming together me and yeah. James are working on it on, on the front end but mm. you know there, there's lots of options crossbar challenge is one thing Love we also that. talked about the one on ones 12 seconds run at the key the punch. old school was, American yeah, I no, quite like to film the drama. Yeah, I like it I'd enjoy that. Yeah, I always wanted to do that as a kid. Are you going to play for Bull Street? I don't know. Why? I'm just not in any state, mate. I'm fucking battered. I'm just be like a mature midfielder. Don't move. I can't. I, I, I yeah. I, I just don't think I can do it now. I don't think like, I can either. I'm too competitive. My body's not in good shape. I've had a kid which has made it worse. I haven't played football since hashtag, which was ages ago, and yeah. that was difficult. So to run around there with these twenty-year-old kids, it's just not safe anymore. Nor is it for me. Yeah, it's not, is so it? So I think I'm going to take a more of a back back room role. Yeah, maybe I'll just like magic sponge that kind of thing. Maybe we should be the managers. Yeah, me and you. Ooh. Yeah, but no, it's not me. It's not me. I'm your assistant manager. Yeah, it's like Doug Livermore 
No, it's like Roy Evans and Gerald. No, that didn't work out well. <laughs> it's not like any of those, all right? It's a it's, 50-50 it's partnership. New. I'm not your assistant it's manager. It's like Startsky and Hutch. Yeah. That's what it'll be like. It's like... Um, it's like Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Good movie. Underrated. Yeah, well, it was underrated. Yeah. So anyway, nailed it. give us your top five for next week. Give us your pod questions. Yep. Um, thanks very much. Once again. See you at the far post. See you at the far post. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.